You're listening to PR Hangover, a podcast brought to you by Grand Valley State University's chapter of PRSSA. I'm your host, Olivia Dolly, and I want to thank you for choosing this podcast to hear your PR Hangover. Hello, everyone. This week's episode is going to feature the previous podcast host for PR Hangover. Welcome, the man, the legend himself, Mr. Brady Mills. Welcome to the show, Brady. It's so great to have you. Olivia, it's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. How is your internship going? My internship is going so well. Uh, I'm working at Steelcase this summer, um, and so I am helping develop uh, tools and resources that salespeople can use, and so I'm learning what internal communication looks like because I've only ever learned external communication, so it's been really interesting. Very cool, very cool. Well, let's get started with the questions. Um, if you were to write a book about yourself, what would the title be and why? <laughs> okay, uh, this is a really good question. I think it would be called... I know there's so many ways you could go with this kind of question. Right, yeah, okay. I think I would call it like eat to live. And this would be about the mantra of eat to live, not live to eat, because I love snacking and like bored time eating. (laughs) I think that applies to other things in your life, in my life, where I'm like just filling my time with things that I don't need more of right now. Um, So I think it would be called eat to live. And then that would like, I'd carry that into using time efficiently, creating healthy habits, um, learning to enjoy the the life parts of life and not all the um, routines and all that too. Right. I like that a lot. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times we just get bogged down with things that you don't necessarily want to make time for, but you, you have to. So that's a good answer. All right. Well, um, let's, let's see. Um, so I understand that you are a public relations and nonprofit administration major um <clears throat> did you always know you wanted to work in PR or what led you to this career and mm. why well that's a really good question I no no I wanted to be a vet when I was a kid I know a lot of people who wanted to be vets when they were kids <laughs> um yeah I don't even like love animals now like I, I mean I like animals but like I wouldn't you know I I don't even know where that came from um but yeah um I discovered in high school when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do that I just really liked people and I really liked thinking about how to communicate with people. And then I kind of, I don't even know how I discovered the term public relations, like, um, but I think I had seen it listed in the majors of the schools I was looking at. And so I couldn't find any better one. And honestly, there've been times in my college career when I've been like, is this really like, is this it? And I look back at, um, I'll, I remember like my freshman year pulling up Grand Valley's list of majors and just going through all of them and being like, well, I mean, it's the best one. So, right. <laughs> but, and then my sophomore year is when I added my public and nonprofit administration major. Um, and that was just because I took a class I really liked and then discovered like credit wise, it wasn't very difficult to add it to my um, schedule and start graduating four years. So yeah. Very nice. Nice. That's very cool. Yeah. I feel like with Um, PR for me I just I kind of did the same thing I just went through and I was like oh this looks fun I might as well give it a shot and here we are Um, so outside of PRSSA are you involved with any other organizations I am yes Um, so and this kind of plays into my want to do like administration of some sort because I'm involved in the honors college student council and in high school I was really involved in student council Um, I just love like 
the organization of community building and placemaking and getting people connected with each other. So I'm involved in that. I'm also involved in campus ministry, which I think is really centered around similar principles, um, but with a faith aspect that is very important to me. Um, and then I'm also involved with the University Innovation Fellows, which is a group that is technically kind of routed through Stanford. Um, and Grand Valley had a cohort when I was a freshman that I got involved in. So that just, I learned about design thinking and um, just ways to implement innovation in education. Wow, sounds like you have a very busy schedule. Yeah, we're learning to come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. So what made you want to be the podcast director for PR Hangover? What led you to run for this position? So my first year of college, I had a friend that I knew from competitive speech in high school. And she and I had always joked about starting a podcast together. And she actually, we had tried it once. We had tried recording a couple episodes and they were way too long and us just rambling and trying to be funny and they weren't funny and then a year later we actually tried it and it was really the same problems but we actually recorded it and then I figured out how to publish it whatever so we had this podcast going and then the pandemic hit and so we thought oh this is a perfect time to work on the podcast more people will want to listen and like with the pandemic that's what everyone thought and everyone was scrolling through so many things but and also no one wanted to listen to podcasts because you're just sitting around home like you listen to podcasts when you right do. right so that kind of bombed and it was <laughs> which is a good thing because we weren't really serving anyone <laughs> when we tried and then um a year later the current president at the or the past president of prssa um she reached out to me and said like I think they were in the process of recruiting for the executive board and she saw that I had a podcast and so they wanted me to take it over so I was really excited about it and I just took it up very cool was this position what you would have expected you know I wouldn't say no to that like I think it was I think um I mean I think it was like a lot it was the things I expected but just better than I expected in some ways and then like more more not as good in some like there wasn't there were no surprises to me and this is what I'm saying but um, I think I was just learning like which pieces I really enjoyed and which pieces I didn't enjoy as much and then with um being podcast director would you have done anything differently or changed anything yeah I really wish I would have spent more time um, looking to promote it I think when I first started I didn't understand that podcasts serve a very specific audience and I wasn't looking for the niche audience. I wanted to go broad and I want it because we do hit listeners worldwide. I don't know right. quite who in Azerbaijan or wherever <laughs> they are, are listening to PR Hangover, but I thank them. But I, like I wanted to reach more of those people. And instead of focusing on how do we get this 30 to 70 members, however many are in the current chapter of Grand Valley at the time, how do we get them to, to listen to this? Because it's really geared for them. Um, and so I wish I would have focused on that. I wish I would have done more just like listening to other students of what they would like to hear instead of just trying to create a calendar for myself. Um, Cause I think I had this mentality that I had to go at it all alone and come up with all the ideas. And like, I was the only one qualified to do that. And I was, it was up to me to like make it so <laughs> good, but it's just not useful if you're not listening to your audience. And another thing I had, um, when Robert Johnson was a guest on the show and Robert has his own podcast um, or he does a lot of podcasting. He does podcasting as a service for his clients because um, he's a public relations and public affairs in DC. And so he does a lot of those. And he was saying that like the best podcasts 
podcasts are the ones that have audiences built in. So if you already have a newsletter going and you have all these people that are interested in your content, those are going to be the ones that are going to listen to the podcast. If it's going to be on this niche, like right exactly. career focused thing, which is exactly your hangover. So I wish I would have capitalized on the resources that we already had to reach the people that I, that we could have reached more easily. So. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So with all the different people that you had had on, what was your favorite episode that you recorded? Hmm. I really enjoyed having Brooklyn McDaniels on. Um, She worked in the NFL. She was a um, partnership. I'm trying to remember the exact word. Partnership coordinator, I think. Uh, And so, and I I should have done more research before having her on because I found out that PR was not necessarily what she did. Um, But she studied communications in college and the way she was implementing what she had learned and those same skills that we use in PR to manage all these different pieces of NFL sponsorships. It was, it was really cool to talk to her. She was super down to earth, um, super, super helpful offering herself um, her, her network and her, like just however she could. And I, I mean, it was just, I really appreciated it. So aside from her being like this, you know, attached to this big name of the NFL, it was just really cool to get to know her better. Um, and then she actually um, moved to TikTok. So she's like climbing the ladder, right? Wow. And so it's kind of cool to have known her and, and be like, you know, she, I, her LinkedIn post when she went to TikTok was one of those ones that like went viral. It's fun to be one of the people that's like, Hey, congrats. Right. <laughs> you know, that's cool. One of 300 people she knows, but yeah. yeah. Wow. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, from everyone that you've been able to interview, what have you taken from them just overall on a broad stance? It's funny. Cause I feel like I learned this every time I talk to a professional, but it's like, they are just people <laughs> and they're just us, but older, like it's right. just, And the ones that say yes to doing interviews like this are the ones who want to talk and they want to invest in students. So like they care. And like, I I think just learning over and over again, how willing people are to just be people. And um, I really took away that, like wanting to do that when I'm in a similar position um, one day, just taking away that, like, if you're not afraid to reach out to people, you can find connections, um, you can find opportunities and you can learn, learn from people because people love sharing and they love teaching. So especially in a career like public relations where everyone is so people focused and really good at conversation. And I mean, that's not always true and that doesn't have to be true, but the people that are saying yes to podcasts are typically really um, socially intelligent and, and good at uh, these kind of interactions. So it, it yeah, I, I mean, I just took away that, um, conversations can be super beneficial, even, even like with Brooklyn, even when it's not about exactly what you had hoped it would be. And it doesn't have to be industry specific to, to benefit you as a, a professional. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like with this, this will just open so many doors because you can make these connections with these people. And by having them on, you get to actually learn more about what they do. So that's really cool. It's really cool. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I understand that you are interning this summer at Steelcase. Um, how did you kind of like land this opportunity or were you planning on this kind of thing? Yes. So Steelcase, for those people who don't know, is a um, large office furniture workspace manufacturer out of um, based out of Grand Rapids. And it's a global company now. And it's a really cool company. I had known about it because my brother... Well, aside from seeing the Steelcase name around Grand Rapids and things like that, my brother had worked there and he actually interned there in college um, in a different department. And so I learned about kind of what he was 
I, I, he was just really drawn to the company and I looked up to him. So it was, it seemed really cool to me as a little brother. And then I just have been watching it for a few years and checking on opportunities available. And I finally was at the point where I felt like I was qualified and, um, I just wanted to go after a couple of them. So and it actually turned out that Jesse Schmidt, who was the former CEO of Grand PR, and I knew her very well. I, I didn't know when I applied for the role, but she had that role that I was applying for. Um, wow. So, and then fast forward a bit and I go through, I get to the job and she trained me for a week because she oh, was wow. helping me that's fill her cool. role. So yeah, small world. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, that's not how I found it, but that was, that was a big part of it. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So many connections everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this is always a hard question to answer, but where do you see yourself in 10 years and why? Ooh, uh, yeah, that is a difficult answer. And I feel like to, and most, this is another thing I've been surprised and happy to hear professionals say is like, they say, try everything, mm-hmm. um, dip your toes in all the pools, yep. like just, just get out there and try stuff. So I feel like I'm, that's what I'm doing right now is I'm trying things. And so I don't know exactly where that I end up. I, a year ago today, I would have bashed the corporate world. I would have said that, you know, that's why I picked up my nonprofit major. Cause I don't want the for-profit like mindset. And now I'm working in a corporation trying to discover like, is this what I want? Um, Yes, I'm enjoying it more than I expected to, but also, yeah, corporate world. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, I, yeah, I don't know in the future, but I think I'm really interested in the idea of how does, how do, how do we in the United States where we're positioned, how can our resources, um, how can we effectively help people in other countries who aren't positioned um, with the same, the same resources. And so, I mean, that's a really complicated conversation because you get into all the colonization and all like really tough stuff that we have just screwed up in the past. So I'm, I'm really looking to like learn more about that and whether that's a career or not, I would love to figure out, you know, what, it, what is our role and, and could I use some of these gifts and skills and communications and education that I picked up in public relations or administration and see if that could be applied or used to partner with other people um, to, to help build up their communities too. Oh, that's really cool. That's a really good goal in life. That's really cool. Nice. Nice. So um, with your communications and everything that you want to achieve, what is the most satisfying part of public relations? Most satisfying part of public relations? Uh, I think it is, you know, people always talk like a lot of and I'm very, this is very basic and this is not what public relations is, but one small tactic of it is the social media usage. And when you can get people to respond to your, your posts and to leave comments. And that's why you see like organizations always saying comment, if you want like comment, what your favorite, this is whatever, right. like we want to hear back. And I think a satisfied of public, uh, did I say part? Satisfying <laughs> part of public relations is when you get to hear back from people and like see a measurable um, impact right. of your of your words and communications, and I think it's really satisfying when you believe in the organization you're help you're working with, um, mm-hmm. so that what you're doing is not stretching words to be because I've done that. It's been mm-hmm. like like you you work in a job and it's you got to get the word out about something you don't want to go to or right. You know, yeah, like, you don't believe with or I remember yeah. that in high school, like I would convince myself I really wanted to go to football games because I would convince myself like I needed other people to want to do that for student council mm-hmm. things. And like I don't really want to sit in the stands right. and watch yeah. game. And that's yeah. I mean, that's just who I am, and that's how yeah. some other people are too. So like mm-hmm. I think when you can like align yourself with the mission and like that communication is is you speaking through the company, and then you get to right. see 
or organization and then you get to see um the impact of the words and people enjoying the things you put together i think i think one another tactic of public relations or piece that goes into it is event planning which i never thought i would enjoy but just like planning stuff on the side for fun with friends and when you put time and effort into it and you see people you know really enjoying themselves and wanting to do it again the next year and like satisfying you know, yeah. yeah that's yeah. really satisfying that's to me cool. to see your work yeah. play out yeah that's really cool yeah so what is one strategy that you have within your event planning per se that you'd say works really well uh big to-do list person i yeah i I find that like, if you can, I, I just like write everything out. Um, and sometimes my to-do list, actually always my to-do lists are just like way overly ambitious. And that is, I mean, I, I just write every piece that I could ever think of having to do, like whether it's for today or tomorrow or next year, like it just all comes out in my to-do list, which is not yeah. super great, but I'm trying to get better about that. Yeah. It, it just like, it, it does help me to see it all. And it makes it really satisfying to go through it and check it off. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think another strategy too is just like communication, not in the standpoint of like measurable, like public relations right. communication. I mean, like just like talking to people you're working with about, um, sorry, if I may do a side tangent. Um, this year, my friend and I, we had, a, so there just haven't been events to like dress up and go to. And so my friend from high school, Catherine, she goes to Grand Valley too. She's actually, um, we worked together on the honor student council too, but for our friend group, we decided we were going to throw a gala and we didn't know, like, and so we just put on this gala and it was like this 30 person event. We got, we worked with like a local nonprofit. Oh, wow. It was like this That's really so cool. fun, like random evening. And everyone yeah. was like, what's this for? And they're like, Oh, it's just, it's just our friends hanging <laughs> out. Fun. And yeah. Everyone was dressed to the nines oh. made like a, oh whole backdrop for photos and that's so cool like did yeah. food and had a presentation on the nonprofit, and then we all had like a, a music uh like like all the friends who played instruments and like we did like a little talent show kind of and it was like it was that's so cute. fun and that it was so really nice. it was really satisfying so like in planning all that it was really just like a matter of communicating okay who's doing what how am I doing it? Um, when am I doing it? You know, and then rechecking every day of like, okay, what got done? What got pushed? Right. Yeah. Today? yeah. I feel like communication within like just anything is so important and making sure if something happens, oh, well, we'll tell each other or something around that line. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, Brady, do you have any parting words for the listeners? Oh, what a question. Um, <laughs> I just think as students, it's, it's up to us, especially those who are listening from Grand Valley. Like there's just so many different ways to plug yourself in. And, you know, there's always going to be things that keep you from that and legitimate reasons, sometimes family things um, you need to work or things that keep you from involving fully in extracurriculars or going the extra mile in classes. But I think whenever you can do that, um, even if it's just having an extra conversation with your professor, um, emailing them about something you're interested in, reaching out to someone that you admire. Um, I think really just when you're interested in something saying that and then chasing after it, I think you'll find that like doors just randomly open that you didn't yeah. expect to open. Um, and then you develop relationships that um, you didn't expect to develop. And also usually the relationships I go into with the mentality of, oh, this is networking. Like I, I'm, I'm expanding my network on this is professional, whatever. Like then I'm not listening to who they are as a person. And I'm not, mm -hmm. you know, like it's just not the full effect. The meaning, so yeah. Just, 
Yeah. If you dig in at a deeper level and you think like, I am here to learn, I'm here to build relationships with people. Um, some really cool opportunities can flow from that professionally and academically. Right. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, that's my goal for this year is just to network as much as possible and enjoy the process and really get to know people and just all anything that I can do. But yeah, well, thank you so much, Brady. It was really great having you on. I'm sure that we'll hear more from you in the future, but yeah. Thanks, Olivia. I hope, I hope you can carry on the legacy and enjoy as podcast director. Well, I know that Brady will be very missed as podcast host for PR Hangover. I do know, however, that if you were to ever reach out to Brady, he would be more than happy to help. I will leave his socials and other contact information in the show notes below. But until then, I'll see you next time on PR Hangover.